Here's a Lotus Skin Dancers podcast. It's the 25th of January 2023. The time is 19.56 and it is uh, Wednesday. That's where we're going to pick up where we left off. We have come to First Chronicles chapter number 10. Now the Philistines were fighting against Israel and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and many fell slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines kept in close range of Saul and his sons, and the Philistines struck down Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua, Saul's sons. The fighting grew fierce against Saul, and the archers found him, and he was wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run it through me, so that these uncircumcised men may not come and deal ruthlessly with me. But his armor-bearer was unwilling, because he was very much afraid. So Saul took the sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his own sword and died. Thus Saul and his three sons died, and all those of his house died together. When all the people of Israel in the valley saw that everyone had fled, and that Saul and his sons had died, they began to abandon their cities and flee. The Philistines then came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. So they stripped him and took off his head and his armor, and they sent word throughout the land of the Philistines to spread the news to their idols and their people. Then they put his armor in the house of their god and fastened his skull to the house of Dagon, when all those of Jabez in Gilead heard about all that the Philistines had done to Saul, all the warriors rose up and carried off the corpses of Saul and the corpses of his sons. They brought them to Jabesh and buried their bones under the big trees in Jabesh, and they fast, fasted for seven days. Thus Saul died for the unfaithfulness he had shown against Jehovah, because he had not obeyed the word of Jehovah, also for consulting a spirit medium, instead of inquiring of Jehovah. So he put him to death and turned the kingship over to David, the son of Jesse. Chapter number 11. In time all the Israelites gathered to David at Horon and said, oh, sorry, Hebron and said, Look, we are your own bone and flesh. In times past, while Saul was king, you were the one who was leading Israel on its campaigns. And Jehovah your God said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel, and you will become leader of my people Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king of Hebron, Hebron, and David made a covenant with them in Hebron before Jehovah. Then they anointed David as king of Israel, according to Jehovah's word through Samuel. Later David and all Israel set out for Jerusalem, that is, Jebus, where the Jebusites were inhabiting the land. The inhabitants of Jebus taunted David, You will never come in here. However, David captured the stronghold of Sion, which is now the city of David. So David said, Whoever is the first to strike the Jebusites will become chief and prince. And Joab, the son of Seruiah, went up first, and he became the chief. Then David took up residence in the stronghold. That is why they called it the city of David. 
He began to build up the city all around from the mound to the area around it, and Joab restored the rest of the city. Thus David became greater and greater, and Jehovah of armies was with him. Now these are the heads of David's mighty warriors, who gave him strong support in his kingship, together with all Israel, to make him king according to Jehovah's word concerning Israel. This is the list of David's mighty warriors. Yashubiam, the son of Hakmuit, the head of the three, he branched his spear over three hundred slain at one time. Next to him was Eliasa, the son of Dodo, the Ahohite. He was among the three mighty warriors. He was with David as at Pasdamim, where the Philistines had gathered together for war. Now there was a plot of land full of barley, and the people had fled because of the Philistines. But he took his stand in the middle of the field and defended it, and kept striking down the Philistines so that Jehovah brought about a great victory. Three of the thirty headmen went down to the rock to David at the cave of Adulam, while a Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rehaim. David was then in a stronghold, and a garrison of the Philistines was in Bethlehem. Then David expressed his longing, If only I could have a drink of water from the cistern by the gate of Bethlehem. <clears throat> At that, the three forced their way into the camp of the Philistines and drew water from the cistern by the gate of Bethlehem and brought it to David. <clears throat> But David refused to drink it and poured it out to Jehovah. He said, It is unthinkable on my part from the standpoint of my God to do this. Should I drink the blood of these men who risked their lives? For it was at the risk of their lives that they brought it. So he refused to drink it. These are the things that these three mighty warriors did. Abishad, the brother of Joab, became head of another three. He branched his spear over three hundred slain, and he had a reputation like the three. Of the other three, he was more distinguished than the two of them, and he was their chief. Yet he did not attain to the rank of the first three. Benaha, the son of Jehuiada, was a courageous man who performed many exploits in Kabziel. He struck down the two sons of Ariel of Moab, and he descended into a water pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. He also struck down an Egyptian man of extraordinary size, five cubits tall. Though the Egyptian had a spear in his hand like the beam of loom worker, he went against him with a rod and snatched the spear away from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. These things Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, did, and he had a reputation like that of the three mighty warriors, although he was distinguished even more than the thirty, he did not attain to the rank of the three. However, David appointed him over his own bodyguard. The mighty warriors of the military forces were Achil, the brother of Joab, Elhanan, the son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shermoth, the Haruite, Heles, the Pelunite, Ira, the son of Ikesh, the Tekuite, Abiesa, the Atoite, Shibika, the Hushaite, Eli, the Ahuhite, Maharai, the 
netto af hatajt. Hele det sonder banarte netto af tajt. I tajt det sonder ribai og gibea og vendeminajt. Vendeminajt det piratuajt. Ruai of the vadis of gaish. Aviel det apperajt. As mawet det bahamurajt. Elia sparte shalaburajt. De sons of Hashem de Kisunait, Jonathan de son of Shaggy de Haratite, Ahiram de son of Shaka de Harayite, Elipal de son of Ur, Hefa de Meskalite, Ahija de Pelonite, Hesro de Camelite, Naraia de son of Ebai, No Joel the brother of Nathan, Mipha de son of Hagri, Selig de Amorite, Nehari de Behurait, the armor-bearer of Joab, the son of Siruia, Ira de Iriait, Gareb de Iriait, Uriah de Hittite, Sebat the son of Arlai, Adianai the son of Shikar de Rubenite, ahead of the Rubenites and thirty men with him, Hanan the son of Maka, Josaphat the Mithanite, Ushiah the Astenorite, Shema and Yel, the sons of Hotram, the Ahorite, Yediel, the son of Shimri, and Joha, his brother, the Tessiite, Elil, the Hamaramarite, Yeriabai, and Joseph Avira, the son of Elianaman, and Itaman, the Moabite, Elit, Obed, and Yashiel, the Mesobite. Chapter number 12. These were the men who came to David at Siklach, while he was unable to move about freely because of Saul, the son of Kish, and they were among the mighty warriors who supported him in battle. They were armed with the bow, and they could use both the right hand and the left hand to sling stones or to shoot arrows with the bow. They were of the brothers of Saul from Benjamin. The head was Ahiasiah, along with Joash, both sons of Shemach, the Gibeonites, Yishil and Pelet, the son of Amasirit, Beraka, Yehu, the Anarites, Ishmaele, the Gibeonites, a mighty warrior among the thirty, and over the thirty also Jeremiah, Jehashil, Yohanan, Yosabad, the Gidirite, Elushai, Yerimoth, Bialiach, Shemariach, Sephatichach, the Hatirite, Elkanah, Ishiah, Asheriel, Yoresher, and Yashubim, the Korasite, and Yoelah, the Shebanadite, the son of Jehoham of Gedor. Some of the Gadiites went over to David's side at the stronghold in the wilderness. They were mighty warriors, soldiers trained for war, standing ready with the large shield and the lance, whose faces were like those of lions, and who were as swift as the gazelle on the mountains. Isa was the head, Obatiah the second, Eliab the third, Mishmanah the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Johanan the eighth, Elzabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, Machbanai the eleventh. These were of the Gadiites, heads of the army, the least one was equal to one hundred, and the greatest to one thousand. 
These are the men who crossed the Jordan in the first month, when it was overflowing with banks, and they chased away all those living in the lowlands to the east and to the west. Some of the men of Benjamin and Judah also came to David at his stronghold. Then David went out before them and said to them, If you have come to me with peace to help me by heart, my heart will be united with you. But if it is to betray me to my adversaries, when my hands have done no wrong, let the God of our forefathers see it and judge. Then the Spirit came upon Amasha, the head of the thirty. We are yours, O David, and we are with you, O son of Jesse. Peace, peace be yours, and peace to the one helping you, for your God is helping you. So David received them and appointed them among the heads of the troops. Some from Manasseh also deserted to David when he came with the Philistines to battle against Saul. But he did not help the Philistines, for after consolation, the lord of the Philistines sent him away, saying, He will desert to his lord Saul, and it will cost us our heads. When he went to Shiklah, these deserted to him from Manasseh, Adanah, Yosabat, Yidiel, Michael, Yosabat, Elihu, and Silichai, heads of the thousands of Manasseh, they helped David against the murderous band, because all of them were mighty, courageous men, and they became chiefs in the army. Day after day, people kept coming to David to help him until it was a camp as great as the camp of God. This is the number of the heads of those armed for battle, who came to David at Hebron to turn the kingship of Saul over to him according to Jehovah's order. The men of Judah carrying the large shield and the lances were 6,800 armed for battle. Of the Shimonites, the mighty courageous men of the army were 7,100. Of the Levites, 4,600. Jehoiada was the leader of the sons of Aaron, and with him were 3,700, as well as Sadok, a mighty and courageous young man, along with 22 chiefs from his parental house. Of the Benjaminites, the brother of Saul, there were 3,000, of whom the greatest number had previously been guarding the interest of the house of Saul. Of the Ephraimites, there were 20,800 mighty courageous men of fame among their parental houses. Of the half-tribe of Manasseh, there were 18,000 who had been designated by name to come to make king uh, to make David king. Of the tribe of Issachar, who understood the times and knew that Israel should do what Israel should do, there were two hundred of their headsmen, and all their brothers were under their command. Of Shibulun, there were fifty thousand who could serve in the army, drawing up in battle formation with all the weapons of war, all joining David with undivided loyalty. Of Naphtali, there were a thousand chiefs, and with them were thirty-seven thousand with the large shield and the spear. Of the Danites, those drawing up in battle formation were 28,600, and of Asher, those who could serve in the army for drawing up in battle formation were 40,000. From across the Jordan of the Rubenites, the Gedeites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, there were 120,000 soldiers with all kinds of weapons of war. All of these were men of war, 
Joining together in battle line, they came with a complete heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel, and also all the rest of Israel were united in wanting to make David king. And they remained there with David for three days, eating and drinking, for their brothers had made preparation for them. Also those near them, and even those as far as Issachar, Sibulun and Naphtali were bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules, and cattle provision, provision of flour, cakes of pressed figs, and raisins, wine, oil, and cattle, and sheep in great quantities, for they were rejoicing in Israel. Chapter number 13. David consulted with the chiefs of the thousands and of the hundreds and with every leader. Then David said to all the congregation of Israel, If it seems good to you and it is acceptable to Jehovah our God, let us send word to our remaining brothers in all regions of Israel and also to the priests and the Levites in their cities with pastures to come and join us. And let us bring back the ark of our God, for they had not cared for it in the days of Saul. All the congregation agreed to do that, for it seems right it seemed right to all the people. So David congregated <coughs> all Israel from the river of Egypt as far as Lebohamath to bring the ark of the true God from Kir at Jerayim. David and all Israel went up to Baalha to Kiatrayim, which belongs to Judah, to bring up from there the ark of the true God, Jehovah who sits enthroned above the cherubs, where his name is called on. However, they placed the ark of the true God on a new wagon and brought it from the house of Abinadab, and Usha and Ahio were leading the wagon. David and all Israel were celebrating before the true God with all their might, accompanied by songs, harps, other stringed instruments, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets, but when they came to the dressing floor of Sidon, Uzzah trusted his hand out and grabbed hold of the ark, for the cattle nearly upset it. At that Jehovah's anger blazed against Uzzah, and he struck him down because he had trust his hand out to the ark, and he died there before God. But David became angry because Jehovah's wrath had broken through against Uzzah, and that place has been called Peres Uza down to this day. So David became fearful of the true God on that day and said, How can I bring the ark of the true God to me? David did not bring the ark to where he was in the city of David, but he had it taken to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gideites. The ark of the true God was with the household of Obed-Edom remaining at his house for three months, and Jehovah kept blessing the household of Obed-Edom and all his and all he had. Chapter number 14. King Hiram of Tyr sent messengers to David, along with cedar timbers, stonemasons, and woodworkers to build a house for him. And David knew that Jehovah had firmly established him as king of Israel, for his kingship was highly exalted for the sake of his people Israel. David took more wives in Jerusalem, and David became father to more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him in Jerusalem. Shammuah, Sobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Elpelet, Nogar, 
Nepek, ja pia, elishamar, betliada an elifelet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed as king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to search for David. When David heard about it, he went out against them. Then the Philistines came in and kept making raids in the valley of Rephaim. David inquired of God, saying, Should I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? At this Jehovah said to him, <clears throat> Go up, and I will surely give them into your hand. So David went up to Baal Perashim, and he struck them down there. At that David said, The true God has broken through my enemies by my hand, like a breach made by the waters. That is why they named that place Baal Perashim. The Philistines abandoned their gods there, and when David gave the order, these were burned in the fire. Later the Philistines once again made a raid in the valley. David again inquired of God, but the true God said to him, Do not go directly up after them. Instead, go around behind them and come against them in front of the Barca bushes. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the Barca bushes, launch your attack, for the true God will have gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. So David did just as the true God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistines' army from Gibeon to Gezer. And David's fame spread into all the land, and Jehovah put the dread of him upon all the nations. Chapter number 15 And he continued building houses for himself in the city of David, and he prepared a place for the ark of the true God, and pitched a tent for it. It was then that David said, No one is to carry the ark of the true God except the Levites, for Jehovah has chosen them to carry the ark of Jehovah, and to minister to him always. Then David congregated all Israel at Jerusalem to bring the ark of Jehovah up to the place that he had prepared for it. David gathered the descendants of Aaron and the Levites from the Kohaites, Uriel, the chief of 120 and 120 of his brothers, from the Mahaites, Ashahar, the chief of 220 of his brothers, from the Geshomites, Joel, the chief of 130 and of his brothers, from the descendants of Elisaphan, Shemaiah, the chief of, and of 200 of his brothers, from the descendants of Hebron, Eliel, the chief, and 80 of his brothers, from the descendants of Ushiel, Aminadab, the chief, and 112 of his brothers. Furthermore, David called the priest Sadok and Abiatar, Abiatar, and the Levite Uriel, Ashai, Joel, Shemai, Eliel, and Aminadab. And he said to them, You are the heads of the parental houses of the Levites. Sanctify yourself, you and your brothers, and bring the ark of Jehovah, the God of Israel, up to the place that I have prepared for it. Since you did not carry it the first time, the anger of Jehovah our God broke out against us because we did not search out the proper procedure. So the priest and the Levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark of Jehovah, the true God of Israel. Then the Levites carried the ark of the true God on their shoulders with the poles, just as Moses had commanded by Jehovah's word. 
David then told the chiefs of the Levites to appoint their brothers, the singers, to sing out joyfully, accompanied by musical instruments, stringed instruments, harps, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Joel, and of his brothers, Ashab, the son of Beishihai, and of the Miraites, the brothers, Etan, the son of Cushai, together with them were their brothers of the second division, Shekhaiah, Ben, Yahashiel, Shemiamoth, Yehiel, Unin, Eliab, Benayah, Maashiah, Matitihah, Eli Eluhu, and Mikniai, and Obed Edom, and Yiriel the gatekeepers. The singers Heman, Ashab, and Ethan were to play the copper cymbals, and Zedekiah, Ashiel, Shemiamoth, Yehiel, Uni, Eliab, Maashiah, and Benaiah played stringed instruments tuned to Alamoth, and Matiatiah, Elifililu, Mikniah, Obed Edom, Yeriel, and Isaiah played harps tuned to Shemidnith to act as directors. Tineiah, the chief of the Levites, supervised the transport, for he was an expert, and Beishiah and Elkanah were gatekeepers for the ark. The priest, Shibniah, Yoshaphat, Nathaniel, Amashi, Shiraiah, Benaiah and Uliezer loudly sounded the trumpets before the Ark of the True God, and Obed-Edom and Yehiah also served as gatekeepers for the Ark. Then David and the elders of Israel and the chiefs of the thousands were walking along to bring the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah up from the houses of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. When the True God helped the Levites, who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah, they sacrificed seven young bulls and seven rams. David was dressed in a sleeveless coat of fine fabric, as were all the Levites carrying the Ark, the singers and Sinais and the chiefs of the transport and the singers. David was also wearing a linen effort. All the Israelites were bringing up the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah with joyful shouting, with the sound of the horn, with trumpets, with cymbals, playing loudly on stringed instruments and harps. But when the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah came to the city of David, Saul's daughter, Michael, looked down through the window and saw King David skipping about and celebrating, and she began to despise him in her heart. Chapter number 16 so they brought the ark of the true God in and placed it inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And they presented burnt offerings and communion sacrifice before the true God. When David finished offering up the burnt offerings and the communion sacrifices, he blessed the people in the name of Jehovah. Further, he distributed it to all the Israelites, to each man and woman, a round loaf of bread, a date cake and a raisin cake. Then he appointed some of the Levites to minister before the Ark of Jehovah to honor, thanks, and praise Jehovah the God of Israel. Asaph was the head, and second to him was Zedekiah, Zedekiah and Yeriel Shemiamoth, 
Jehiel, Mati, Tiai, Eliab, Benai, Obed-Deom, and Jeriel played stringed instruments and harps, and Asaph played the cymbals, and Benaiah and Yashiel the priest blew the trumpet constantly before the Ark of the Covenant of the True God. It was on that day that David first contributed a song of thanks to Jehovah through Asaph and his brothers. Give thanks to Jehovah, call on his name, make his deeds known among the people. Sing to him, sing praises to him, ponder over all his wonderful works, boost about his holy name, let the hearts of those seeking Jehovah rejoice, search for Jehovah and his strength, seek his face constantly. Remember the wonderful works he has performed, his miracles and the judgment he has pronounced, your offspring of Israel, his servants, you sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is Jehovah our God. His judgments are throughout the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the promise he made to a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, and the oath he swore to Isaac, which he established as a decree to Jacob and as a lasting covenant to Israel, saying, I will give you the land of Canaan as your alluded inheritance. This was when you were few in numbers, yes, very few, and you were foreigners in the land. They walked about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He did not allow any man to oppress them. But on their account he reproved kings, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and to my prophets do nothing bad. Sing to Jehovah all the earth, announce his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonderful works among all the peoples. For Jehovah is great and most worthy of praise. He is more awe-inspiring than all other gods. All the gods of the people are worthless gods, but Jehovah is the one who made the heavens. In his presence are majesty and splendor. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Give Jehovah his due, you families of the people. Give Jehovah his due for his glory and strength. Give Jehovah the glory due to his name. Bring a gift and come in before him. Bow down to Jehovah in holy adornment. Tremble before him all the earth. The earth is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be joyful. Declare among the nations... Jehovah has become king. Let the sea thunder and all that fills it. Let the fields and everything in it in them rejoice. At the same time, let the trees of the forest shout joyfully before Jehovah, for he is coming to judge the earth. Give thanks to Jehovah, for he is good. His loyal love endures forever. And say, Save us, O God, of our salvation. Gather us and rescue us from the nations, so that we may give thanks to your holy name and exult in praising you. May Jehovah the God of Israel be praised throughout all eternity. And all the people said, Amen, and they praised Jehovah. 
Then David left Asaph and his brothers there before the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah to minister constantly before the Ark, according to the daily routine. Obedidom and his brothers, numbering sixty-eight, and Obed-Edom, the son of Yidutun, and Hosha were gatekeepers, and Sadak the priest and his fellow priest were before the tabernacle of Jehovah on the high places of Gibeon, to offer up burnt offerings to Jehovah regularly on the altar of burnt offerings morning and evening, and to do all that is written in the law of Jehovah that he commanded Israel. With them were Heman and Yedutun and the rest of the selected men who were designated by their names to thank Jehovah because his loyal love endures forever. And with them were Heman and Yedutun to sound the trumpets, cymbals and the instruments used to praise the true God, and the sons of Yedutun were at the gate. Then all the people went to their, ho- to their homes, and David went to bless his own household. Chapter number 17 As soon as David was settled in his own house, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am living in a house of Shedah, while the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah is under tenth cloth. Nathan replied to David, Do whatever is in your heart, for the true God is with you. On that very night the word of God came to Nathan, saying, Go and say to my servant David, This is what Jehovah says, You are not the one who will build the house for me to dwell in, for I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought Israel out to this day, but I continued going from tent to tent and from one tabernacle to another. During all the time that I went with all Israel, did I ever say one word to anyone of the judges of Israel whom I appointed to shepherd my people, saying, Why did you not build a house of Seda for me? Now, say this to my servant David, this is what Jehovah of armies says, I took you from the pastures, from following the flock, to becoming a leader over my people Israel, and I will be with you for wherever you go, and I will do away with all your enemies from before you. And I will make a name for you, <coughs> like the names of the great men of the earth. I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and settle them, and they will live there and not be disturbed any more. And wicked men will not oppress them again as they did in the past, from the day that I <coughs> appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will subdue all your enemies. Moreover, I tell you, Jehovah will build a house for you. When your days comes to an end, and you go to be with your forefathers, I will raise up from your offspring after you one of your sons, and I will firmly establish his kingship. He is the one who will build a house for me, and I will firmly establish his throne forever. I will become his father, and he will become my son, I will not remove my loyal love from him, the way I removed it from the one who was prior to you. I will cause him to stand in my house and in my kingship forever, and his throne will last forever. Nathan told David all these words and this entire vision. At that King David came in and sat down before Jehovah and said, Who am I, O Jehovah, God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? 
as if this were not enough, O God. You also speak about the house of your servant down to a distant future time, and you have looked on me as if I were a man who should be further exalted. O Jehovah God, what more can your servant David say to you about the honor given me when you know your servant so well? O Jehovah, for the sake of your servant, and in agreement with your heart, you have done all these great things by revealing your greatness. O Jehovah, there is no one like you, and there is no God except you. Everything we have heard with our ears confirms this. And what other nations on earth is like your people Israel? The true God went and redeemed them as his people. You made a name for yourself by your great and awe-inspiring deeds, driving out nations from before your people, whom you redeemed from Egypt. You made your people Israel your own people for all time, and you, O Jehovah, became their God. Now, O Jehovah, may the promise you have made concerning your servant and his house prove faithful for all time, and may you do just as you have promised, May your name endure and be exalted forever, so that people may say, Jehovah of armies, the God of Israel, is God to Israel, and may the house of your servant David be firmly established before you. For you, my God, have revealed to your servant your purpose to build him a house. That is why your servant has the confidence to offer this prayer to you. And now, O Jehovah, you are the true God, and you have promised these good things concerning your servant. So may it please you to bless the house of your servant, and may it continue forever before you. For you, O Jehovah, have blessed, and it is blessed forever. Chapter number 18 Some time later David defeated the Philistines and subdued them and took Gath and its dependent towns out of the hands of the Philistines. Then he defeated Moab, and the Moabites became David's servant and brought tribute. David defeated King Hadassah of Sobach near Hamath, as he was on his way to establish his authority at the Ephratic River. David captured <coughs> a thousand chariots, seven thousand horsemen, and twenty thousand foot soldiers from him. Then David hamstring all but one hundred of the chariot horses. When the Syrians of Damascus came to help King Hadassah of Sobah, David struck down twenty-two thousand of the Syrians. David then established garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became David's servants and brought him tribute. Jehovah gave David victory wherever he went. Moreover, David took the circular shields of gold from the servants of Hadassah and brought them to Jerusalem. From Tiphah and Kun, cities of Hadassah, David took a great quantities of copper. With it, Solomon made the copper sea, the pillars and the copper utensils. When King Tohu of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of King Hadassah of Sobah, he immediately sent his son, Ram to King David to ask about his welfare and to congratulate him because he had fought and defeated Hadassah, for Hadassah had often fought against Tuo, and he brought all sorts of articles of gold, silver, and copper. 
King David sanctified these to Jehovah, along with the silver and the gold that he had carried <coughs> from all the nations, from Edom and Moab, from the Ammonites, the Philistines and the Amalekites. Abishai, the son of Shuai, struck down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He established Gaishons in Edom, and all the Edomites became David's servants. Jehovah gave David victory wherever he went. David kept reigning over all Israel, and he was administering justice and righteousness for all his people. Joab, the son of Shuiah, was over the army. Jehoashaphat, the son of Ahilud, was recorder. Sadak, the son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, the son of Abiata, were priests, and Shavshah was secretary. Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the Syrites and the Philistines, and David's sons were his first sons were first in position next to the king. Chapter number nineteen. Later Nahash, the king of the Amorites, died, and his son became king in his place. At that David said, I will show loyal love towards Hanun, the son of Nahash, because his father showed loyal love towards me. So David sent messengers to offer him comfort over the loss of his father. But when David's servants came into the land of the Ammonites to comfort Hanun, the princesses of the Ammonites said to Hanun, Do you think that David is honoring your father by sending comforters to you? Is it not to make a thorough search and to overthrow you and to spy out the land that his servant has come uh, to you? So Hanun took the servants of David and shaved them and cut their garments in half at their buttocks and sent them away. When David was told about the men, he had once sent others to meet them because the men had been deeply humiliated. And the king told them, Stay in Jericho until your beards grow back and then return. In time, the Amorites saw that they had become a stinks to David, so Hanun and the Amorites sent a thousand silver talents to hire <coughs> chariots and horsemen from Mesopotamia, Aramachat and Sobach. Thus they hired 32,000 chariots, along with the king of Maaka and his people. Then they came and camped before Medeba. Amorites gathered together from their cities and came out of the ba- for the battle. When David heard about it, he sent Joab and the entire army, including his mightiest warriors. And Ammonites went out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance of the city, while the kings who had come were by themselves in the open field. <coughs> when Joab saw that the battle charges were coming against him, from the front and the rear, he chose some of the best troops in Israel and drew them up in battle formation to meet the Syrians. He put the rest of the men under command of his brother Abishai in order to draw them up in battle formation to meet the Amorites. Then he said, If the Syrians become too strong for me, then you must come to my rescue. But if the Amorites become too strong for you, I will rescue you. We must be strong and courageous for our people and for the cities of our God, and Jehovah will do what is good in his eyes. Then Joab and his men advanced to meet the Syrians in battle, and they fled from before him. When Amorites saw that the Syrians had fled, they also fled from his brother Abishai and went into the city. 
After that, Joab came to Jerusalem. When the Syrians saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they sent messengers to summon the Syrians in the region of the river, with Sophath, the chief of the army at, of Hadiesa, leading them. When the report was made to David, he immediately gathered all Israel and crossed the Jordan and came to them and drew up in battle formation against them. David drew up in battle formation to meet the Syrians, and they fought against him. But the Syrians fled from Israel, and David killed 7,000 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers of the Syrians, and he put Sophath, the chief of the army, to death. When the servants of Hadiesa saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they promptly made peace with David and became his subject, and Syria did not want to help the Amorites anymore. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 25th of January 2023. The time is 2051, and it is Wednesday. Bye.